welcome to Find Motoring with me, David Dundee. For interesting questions or to find out more about something, drop me a line. David at fmr.co.za and you can find me on at David Dondi on those social media channels and of course the podcast on fmr.co.za. I'm not going to review a car today. I have a guest in studio today. I have Trudy Brookman who happens to be a specialist consumer attorney who deals a lot with motoring stuff. So let's have some buying a car war story fun with her. What do you say? Trudy, welcome. Thank you, David. I'm sorry that I'm the harbing of of bad news, but um, when one buys a vehicle, you have this risk of uh, defects, you have a risk of prior accidents, and in some cases you have a risk of the vehicle being just dramatically overvalued in terms of the price that was charged for it. And those are the issues that my clients struggle with, and my job as a consumer attorney is really to find solutions for them. One of the things that I've come across in recent times is just a risk of getting decro reports, because that's obviously what one do, and you recommend to people before you purchase, a, especially a second-hand vehicle or classic vehicle, or vintage vehicle, you want to have it properly checked out by a mechanic and the usual method is to take it down to DECRA. We have no, recent- I've, I've done this personally myself a couple of times, Trudy, and I've noticed something with DECRA that they've got various reports. It's not a DECRA report, is it? That's right. You can pay a bit more and get a much more detailed report and that is certainly what I would recommend, uh, that one get mm. as in-depth a report as is possible on your pocket. Is, is that going to protect me from obvious mechanical stuff and buying a stolen car. No, it's going to protect you from obvious mechanical stuff, hopefully. And it will yeah. only protect you if you're the person that took the vehicle to the to DECRA to have it tested and DECRA is delivering the report to you. What we've recently found... Say that found, again. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I think you need to clarify that because I, I hear a snake in the grass there. Exactly, David. We've recently discovered with some of our clients, in fact, two of our clients have had the same issue. They purchase a vehicle based on a DECRA report that comes from the dealership with respect to the car. The one was We Buy Cars, and we discovered that We Buy Cars has got an in-house DECRA that issues reports on the We mm. Buy Cars uh, that are for sale. Mm. Mm. Then the person buys the vehicle, drives it a bit, and discovers that actually, you know, it's a bit of a lemon and it has some serious issues. So mm. they take it down to DECRA again, and this time they themselves ask for the report from DECRA. They pay for it, and they get it back. And those two reports are completely different. So if you want so to rely charge of the hen house yeah yeah so if you want a reliable decro report you need to be in charge of the process don't accept a report that is uh, issued to you by the dealership it may not but be surely something. surely that's misrepresentation treaty oh sure it's fraud <laughs> so it's okay. a really serious matter that's why I'm, i'd like to warn consumers about this issue i would i would love to get somebody in from we buy cars and decra in to comment on that and i might bring you just back on the show to get that's entirely new to me so okay so decra in terms of mechanical and pay for it yourself that's the first really practical tip. How do I protect myself against buying a stolen car in the second-hand market? And could you illuminate things on whether I'm buying from a dealer or buying privately? I think the same principle would apply whether you're buying privately or from a dealership in terms of ascertaining whether it's a stolen car. One thinks Mm -hmm. that it would be a terribly unusual thing to buy a stolen car, but we've had also two clients in the last six-month period or so purchase innocently a a stolen car that they never realized. In both cases, those were from a dealership. And in both cases, we were able to get the full purchase price back from the from the dealership after 
SAPS had impounded the vehicle. So that's the risk that you have wow. that you run if uh, you get stopped at a roadblock and SAPS simply impounds the vehicle. In one case, wow. it was a delivery vehicle. So my poor clients' delivery items were still in the back of that. So it, a real is, disaster. Is, is there any prevention that we can take? Because Cure is the recourse through you, but what prevention can we take? The AA, the Automobile Association, have got a functionality mm. on their website that you can make use of. You type in the vehicle's details and they'll tell you whether it's um, something that which the police have their eye on, which is suspected of being <laughs> stolen. And then you know, don't touch but this that, one with the bottle. But that requires an up-to-date database, which may not be the case at that moment in time? I suppose it's the best that we have and it's a free service from the AA. Uh, if you if you do end Trid- up having purchased, talk to us. Trudy, thank you so much. That has been Trudy Brookman and she trades under her own name and I'm definitely going to have you back for more of this. I want to hear a lot more, but unfortunately we're out of time. That's it for Fine Merching this week with me, David Dondi. And if you have questions you want to find out more about something, David at fmr.co.za and you can find me on at David Dondi on those social media channels. That's D-A-V-I-D-D-O-N-D-E and find the podcast on fmr.co.za.